Did you know that the perfect snack exists that not only has the yum factor, because that's important, but also packs a real protein punch? I'm talking about Wonderful Pistachios, a complete protein providing all nine essential amino acids. Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts. Each one ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. Now that's a snack you can feel really good about. It's hard for me to currently pick a fave because they have several flavors to choose from, including no salt and jalapeno lime options. But if I absolutely had to, I'd say I'm in my no shells, wonderful pistachios, sea salt and vinegar era. It's the ultimate snacking solution for when you need a quick, convenient and tasty boost of pistachio goodness straight out of the bag. Whether you enjoy the ritual of cracking open each nut or you lean towards the ease of no shells, Wonderful Pistachios has something for everyone. It's time to elevate your snacking game with Wonderful Pistachios. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. Hey, hey, sistrin, what is going on? You are listening to the Brown Girl Self-Care Podcast. My name is Bree. I am the host of the show as well as the founder of Brown Girl Self-Care. If this is your first time listening to an episode. I just want to say thank you so much for being here. I appreciate you. If you're a long time listener. <laughs> What's up? Um, I'm glad that you're here as well. And shout out to those of you that are leaving the comments and the reviews on iTunes. I can't even tell you how much I appreciate that. I just honestly, I really, really do. So thank you so much for the awesome reviews and the five star ratings. Love it. So Let's go ahead and, and first things first. I want to, I don't want to say happy Memorial Day. I used to say happy Memorial Day. And I, I've read conflicting information that, that says that, hey, it's, it's fine to say that. And then, of course, I read other information that says, you know, that could be um, disrespectful to those of us in this country that have lost a loved one that served in the military. So I did want to just acknowledge that this is Memorial Day uh, week. And um, I do want to say thank you to those of you that did have or do have loved ones that did serve this country that unfortunately, um, you know, paid the, the ultimate price. I just wanted to say thank you and acknowledge that, you know, I'm recording this and you're listening to this. If you're listening to this on Monday, it is Memorial Day. All right, so let's go ahead and get into today's episode, and let me just say this, all right? I realize, I understand that I talk a lot about mindset and faith in this podcast. I know, I know, I know, all right? This is intentional. I mean, cut me some slack here. (laughs) This is intentional because these things, these topics, they're so important to me. I, I hold these topics so close to my heart because I hear from, in my everyday conversations, if you're in brown girl society, you know, we have some deep conversations in brown girl society, let me tell you. Um, And we talk about mindset and faith and and other self-care related topics. But I, so I hear from the ladies in brown girl society. I hear from my friends um, when I have conversations with them. And also just personally for me, like my mindset, (coughs) excuse me, I have to be super, (coughs) please excuse me, I'm sorry. I have to be super aware and conscious of my mindset because there are times, like depending on what I'm going through, depending on what I'm faced with, depending on what I'm trying to do, what my goals are, 
what obstacles are in front of me. Like things can go way left and I don't want my mindset <laughs> to go along with it. You know what I mean? It takes time to kind of build up your mindset and increase your self-confidence, increase your self-love. And obviously the relationship you have with God and your faith and being able to just continue on with in, in the face of adversity, adversity, excuse me, all of that matters to me and all of that is important to me. So yes, Sistrin, I do talk a lot about mindset and faith and things like that because it, it's, 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 it's all connected, like how we heal, how we expand, how we uh, handle obstacles, how resilient we are, how we love on ourselves, how we build our lives, the, the people that we date, the people that we marry, um, how we build our businesses. Hey, I realize that there's a lot of ladies that listen and you are starting a business or you already have a business and I'm with that. <laughs> I love to see it. And, um, I'm going to be making a few changes to the podcast to acknowledge uh, that a lot of us are building businesses or we have businesses and side hustles and things like that. Um, anyway, going off topic, but yeah, so I do talk a lot about mindset because and, and faith, that's important to me, right? So I ran across a quote recently during one of my major rabbit hole sessions and you know if you listen to the show for a while you know a sister does tend to go down some major rabbit hole sessions and this one started thanks to a book I literally just finished in the last few days by Lisa Nichols called No Matter What and in No Matter What she gives her thoughts and and there's some steps on how to live an amazing life and that led me to start reading another book of hers, because <laughs> again, rabbit holing, right? Um, called, and actually I had bought this book in 2017. Have you ever bought a book and forgot that you bought it because you done bought like 75 other books in between that time? And then when you go to, you're like, oh, wow, this, this book sounds amazing. Let me get it. And then you go and you... Like in my case, because I get a lot of books from my Kindle or I get the audio book. So I go to Amazon. I'm like, oh, let me get this Lisa Nichols book. And Amazon was like, sis, you know you bought this book in 2017, right? You you don't need to buy this book again. You already have it. So I'm like, oh, my bad, my bad. Thank God for Amazon. Like, I would have so many double books. It's not even funny. Okay, I'm going off topic again. See how I be rabbit holing? Um, but reading that book led me to another book that she had written and that I bought in 2017 called Abundance Now. <laughs> and, um, in that book, I, I believe it was in this one. It was in one of the two, which is why I mentioned them both, but I believe it was in Abundance Now. She mentioned, <laughs> I'm laughing just even saying this because of what I just said. She mentioned a book by Howard Schultz called Onward. And... I went and checked. I do not have this book. I haven't purchased it yet, but I'm, I plan on it. Ugh, I have so many books, you guys, um, that I haven't even had the chance to read yet. But I do plan on getting this book called Onward. Um, and it's written by the CEO of Starbucks. His name is Howard Schultz. And he shares on like his, his just the Starbucks study or excuse me, Starbucks story and leadership and resilience in the face of adversity and um, I'm going to read it because 
as as a fellow entrepreneur, I, I want to know about that kind of stuff. The story was amazing because apparently, very long story short, he had, I think, I believe he had stepped down as CEO and someone else had stepped into that role and then things just kind of started hitting the fan with like the recession. This was like around 2008, if I'm not mistaken, the recession and the that the current CEO was telling the employees, you know, well, basically... We have we are having problems because of the recession and uh, the price of like dairy products has gone up. So we've got to raise prices. So we can continue to make money because apparently during that time things were really hitting the fan and um, they had lost like a billion dollars. I forget the exact numbers, but it was like about a million. Excuse me, a billion dollars of loss <laughs> in revenue and like their stocks were down and, and just. They had to just like shut down like 600 or however many stores across the country. Things were really happening in 2008. It, it sounds like it was pretty lit. <laughs> and so Schultz had to step back in and kind of change things around. And that's what the book is basically about. And so, um, of course, me rabbit holing, I ended up going to the comments to read the reviews. I always read the reviews. Like, I always read the reviews and so I came across this comment and it literally stopped me in my tracks all right do you want to know what the comment is let me get my phone I should have had this prepared (laughs) let me get my phone here um I'm so sorry I should have been better prepared so the comment was while I was rabbit holing about this book seven words that were really profound. Um, and he, this writer, I believe it was a man, he said, sometimes the right decisions take time to work. Who showed you that it was okay to aim high and go for your dreams while also just being yourself? For me, it was radio host Big Boy, Oprah, and KTLA news reporter Gail Anderson. In part, these people are the reason why this podcast specifically exists. This is the power of Black representation in media. The next generation of influential Black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is more than a podcast. It's a celebration of Blackness from NPR where every voice is as distinct and nuanced as the Black experience itself. In this collection, you'll find stories of joy, resilience, and empowerment. Each episode, a living account of what it means to be Black today. From the intricate narratives of The Wire to the wisdom of Michelle Obama and the urgent call for reparations, Black Stories, Black Truths really is the truth. Space wasn't always made for our perspective, so NPR's new collection is necessary as it celebrates the richness of the Black experience. Here are a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcast that center Black voices. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR wherever you get podcasts. Feeling more grounded and relaxed is Black Girl Peace for me. And so I really need that while doing things like uh, tackling my to-do list or even braving this crazy LA traffic. If you know, you know. So something that helps me tap in is Recess Mood. It's a delicious sparkling water made to enhance your relaxation time and mood without any alcohol involved. So what you will get instead is real fruit, mood lifting magnesium, and stress balancing adaptogens. And again, no alcohol plus no added sugar. So I've tried all the flavors and I really, really like strawberry rose. It's like um, a little burst of peace in the middle of chaos because 
again for real navigating this cali traffic is insane now recess mood is not only my go-to for staying balanced while on the go but it's also good for chilling at home too it's like having a little slice of relaxation right in the palm of your hand so next time you need a little pick-me-up without the alcohol without the hangover give recess mood a shot it's been a fantastic addition to my routine you deserve a healthier way to unwind Head to takearecess.com forward slash self-care and get 15% off Recess Mood, your go-to alcohol replacement. My hair is kinky, it's coily, it's beautiful, it's all the things, but the dryness is real, so it's also prone to feeling parched. This is why Waze Anti-Frizz Cream is my new BFF. It not only changes frizz, but helps my hair feel more hydrated. Listen, summer is coming. We are trying to be outside, going to brunch, plus traveling, and summer activities aren't always kind to our strands, okay? So let me tell you what I do for this. I wash my hair every one to two weeks. Don't sleep on Waze Detox Shampoo, by the way, if you have hard water or buildup. I detangle, I smooth in a little of the Waze Anti-Frizz Cream, then shingle in my natural gel. My hair is frizz-free, it's hydrated, and it's cute for days. Love sleek styles? Waze Anti-Frizz Cream works as a heat protectant up to 450 degrees as well. Frizz free up your schedule with Way. Go to T-H-E-O-U-A-I dot com and enter promo code self-care for 15% off any product. That's T-H-E-O-U-A-I dot com, promo code self-care. I'm going to read that again for the people in the back. Sometimes the right decisions take time to work. And that just... it. As simple as it sounds, and I'm sure that many people might have just kind of skipped beyond that, but sometimes when a message is for you, it'll stand out in a different way. Like if this, if, if those words weren't for you in your current season, you may have just read the comment and just been like, yep, and just kept it moving on to something that is more for you. You know what I mean? The things that might catch your eye might be a little bit different. But for me, in this current season, I guess, those words just really hit me and I wanted to share that. And again, he said, sometimes the right decisions take time to work. And I'm like, yes, Amazon reviewer, you are absolutely right, right? Because in the case of the book Onward, the CEO, Howard, was saying like, he was talking about how all these things were just happening, you know, because of the recession and they had to close stores and just all these things. And he decided, amongst other things, to implement like some new programs and the the steps that he were, excuse me, the steps that he took really were about acknowledging that, yes, the recession, we're in the middle of a recession. Yes, that is true. And yes, Pricing of things has increased, uh, you know, dairy or whatever, supplies to make these lattes and coffees and, and all that stuff. Yes, all of that is true. However, he took it a step further and, went and identified, like, what part are we playing in this as, as Starbucks and how can we improve? How can we be better? How do we take it back? And he decided to just really, really figure out ways to prioritize the customer Instead of, I guess, taking the quote-unquote easy way out and just blaming everything on the recession, he decided to acknowledge that we can do better here. And let's go ahead and do that by focusing on the customer, the customer experience. 
And yeah, so, and I, and I understand that not everyone necessarily is an entrepreneur, but keep in mind that we all are running businesses. We all have jobs. I don't care if you are a nine to fiver. I don't care if you're a side hustler. I don't care if you drive for Uber on the weekends. I don't care if you have, if you're a homemaker and you have three kids, like all of us have jobs. Okay. All of us have jobs. They may look a little different and they may have different titles. Okay. But all of us have jobs. And so, right. Sometimes the right decisions that we make, they do take time to work and doing the right thing. Isn't always easy. It, it, it isn't always easy. Like him acknowledging that, yeah, the recession is this and yeah, the pricing of, you know, supplies is up. That would have been the easy way out, I guess, if you will. Just, you know, go with that and just keep moving along at your regular, you know, the regular pace that they were doing as they're losing money. But he decided to just be honest with himself and I guess the employees and just say, hey, let's turn the ship around because this is what I've recognized. We need to get back to the basics of taking care of the customers. We are not doing as good of a job as we can do. So that was the right thing. And sometimes we don't even know if we made the right choice, right? Like he didn't know that he was making the right choice at the time. He didn't know if he was, you know, doing the right thing at the time. Same for us. We just do the best we can. Sometimes we just we just do the best we can and we make the best decision we can based on wanting to do what we think will have a profound impact or what we think will what we think God is asking us to do. Like I struggled and struggled with some of the decisions when it came to brown girl self-care in my nine to five, like just struggled. And eventually I just had to like say, you know what? I, I'm just making the best decision that I can. I'm just making the best decision that I can. And what I believe God is calling me to do, what he's asking me to do. And I'm going to have to just make this decision and just stick with it for a while and just sit in it. You know what I mean? And I, I realize that sometimes it's not about having a, a split second to avoid a catastrophe. Like, you know how you always see in, in movies, like there's going to be an air airplane crash and the pilot has like all the little bells and whistles are going off and the pilot has like five seconds to avert uh, destruction and to save these lives. Sometimes it's not about these major catastrophic things where we have to make a like a decision like immediately, right? To course correct. Um, sometimes we have to make decisions that can take several days or months or years to ever to even really see the results of that that correction or that decision. Does that make sense? So sometimes the decision, excuse me, sometimes the right decisions, girl, they take time to work. And it could be a hard decision and it may look like the world is still like <laughs> still crumbling around you. You made the decision, but and things are still like still out of control, still looking like, mm, I don't know. You know what I mean? But those are the moments where I just... <laughs> 
like for me personally, I just do my best to just keep going and to hold on to my faith. Hold on to my faith that that decision or those decisions I made are going to bring about the transformations um, that I that I that I was hoping for or the next steps in God's plan that I, I need to see. Right. Because, again, sometimes the right decisions take time to work. So when you have a decision that you have to make and it may be some of the toughest excuse me, decisions that you have had to make for a while it's easy to get caught up in in like the negative self-talk like oh my god I can't make this decision I never make the right decisions um why do I have to do that um this is never gonna work or if you make a decision and things don't automatically just go your way because raise your hand if um because I know nobody listening to this has ever done this right. I'm sure it's just me. But raise your hand um, if you've ever made a decision and then two days later or two two minutes later, not even two days, two minutes later, girl, you're like, see, I knew that wasn't going to work. I knew it. I knew that wasn't going to work. And then you start speaking negatively over this situation when God hasn't even had a chance to even do whatever it is. He needs to do to work out his plan. He was waiting for you to do what you needed to do so that the next part of the plan can keep evolving. But if it doesn't happen like two minutes after we did, we pulled the, you know, we, we did what we said we were going to do to make this tough decision, then we're just, we just start to speak negatively instead of speaking life over the choices that we make, instead of speaking life over the, the decisions we had to make do with, with the making the best decisions that we could with the information that we have in front of us or the research that we've done. You know what I mean? I want to get to a place where I'm speaking way more life over my decisions, over my choices, over the things I believe that God is asking me to do. And so that is why that quote stood out to me that sometimes the right decisions take time to work. It's going to take some time to see that decision evolve or grow into fruition, to take to take to to grow some fruit. You don't just put seeds in the ground and then tomorrow you wake up and you have a whole damn apple tree or orange tree. <laughs> right? Because you're like, you know what? I'm going to make this, excuse me, I cannot say decision. I swear, every time I try to say decision, it sounds like I have dentures in my mouth. I cannot say, dis look, decision, decision. Um, so, for example, if you're like, you know what, I believe the best, the I'm going to just start saying choice. The best choice for me, for example, is to plant some apple trees in the front lawn so that way I don't know I can have some privacy or protection from the street I don't know what I'm talking about I'm just trying to give you an example so work with a sister okay pretend that the best the best choice is to (laughs) to plant some apple trees well I'm not gonna do the hoeing and the raking and the seed planting and the watering today and then go out tomorrow open my windows open my door and expect to go and walk outside and pluck an apple from a tree 
it's still in the ground. It still needs time to do whatever plants do while they're underground and open up and bud and and sprout and, and do all that stuff. So sometimes it's the right decisions that we make take time to work. So while we're waiting, we're going to keep taking action and we're going to keep activating our faith, right? Yes, absolutely. I know that's what you said. So I just said it for you because I can't hear you. <laughs> All right. So yeah, that, that was it for this episode. I just wanted to drop a word in your ear, a word in your spirit for the week. That is it for today's episode. Stay encouraged, stay blessed, and um, I will see you on the next episode of the Brown Girl Self-Care Podcast. Take care.